Hi, and good morning, and welcome to Monday Mornings with Margie. This is our third episode. Very excited about it. Um, today, we have Dr. Isla Bates with us, um, and we are going to be discussing creativity. Um, and creativity during the time we're in here the, with the COVID pandemic, but also uh, when this is all done, uh, how creativity can be a positive thing in our life. Now, before I, I uh, introduce her, have her introduce herself, I just wanted to say that if I was listening to something about creativity, uh, I may be tempted to turn it off because I don't see myself as a creative person. However, I want to ask you to pause and to really uh, tune into this because what I've learned uh, as I've gotten older is that creativity isn't just about whether you can draw uh, well or paint well um, or write well. Um, it's really about a process and about allowing yourself to, to uh, experience and be free with your thinking and your actions. Um, and so I think it's a really cool thing to talk about. So, um, Dr. Bates, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, other than you're a friend of mine, uh, to the audience? Well, hi, Margie. Just want to say thank you for inviting me to the show. Um, I'm a board certified child and adult psychiatrist. I trained in Boston. And, uh, but I'm also an artist. So I'm a former fashion designer. And uh, in the past 12 years or so, I've been doing a lot of printmaking and painting. And art has been a really important uh, piece in my life. It's, it's been a healing force for me. And, um, and so when we talk about creativity, a lot of people associate creativity with art. And Creativity actually is more than just art. It's really a way of um, problem solving. It's about curiosity. It's about exploration and learning. And so, especially in this time of the pandemic, now's the time to really get creative. Now we actually have time. And we have to think about creative solutions in, in terms of how we're gonna live our lives and um, ways in which we can do things differently. So creativity involves a wide range of things. And unfortunately, it's always connected with art. But so there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I never really thought about creativity in the, con uh, in, in the context of the pandemic and how we're going to have to be creative. We're already having to be creative uh, and think sort of outside the box. Uh, with how we're dealing with things now and how we're going to move forward uh, as things open up. Um, so is there anything else that when you think about creativity and the meaning of creativity or maybe what creativity means to you or has meant in your life, what, what would you say or what would you share with people? So to me, creativity is about curiosity and it, you know, that, can come from taking a walk and really exploring, really looking at flowers or trees or your environment. And um, a lot of my creativity is around art and drawing. 
And the process of drawing actually helps me to be a better observer. So when I actually have to draw something, regardless of what it is, it could be a face, it could be um, a flower, I have to really look at that object or that thing. If it's an apple, an apple everyone thinks is red, but if you really look at an apple, it's got probably 15 colors in it. It has variations in texture. And, um, and so drawing and art help to, you know, help you to actually become a better observer over time. Hmm. And the important piece to remember is that you don't have to be an artist mm-hmm. because the actual process of drawing, the actual process of hand to paper is it can actually have positive effects on your mood and it can also help in terms of, um, you know, dementia. It, it can be preventative in a way hmm. because it increases the sharpness of your mind as you, at the more that we're doing uh, typing and technology, yep. we are less connected uh, with our hands and our, our, our bodies, you know? Huh. And drawing is like writing in cursive. Hmm. That's all it is, really. It's putting marks on a paper. But people are afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I took one of your classes, uh, and uh, I was a little hesitant to do it, but I actually found it um, like uh, relaxing and definitely mm-hmm. sort of meditative. Um, and actually the product uh, that came out at the end, although I wasn't focused on the product, was better than what I would have thought at the beginning, yeah. uh, which was just an interesting for me. Uh, right. Well, I do these drawings with people who are physicians with a lot of child psychiatrists have taken my workshops mm-hmm. at various meetings, the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. Mm-hmm. And some of the people enter the room terrified. It's like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> I haven't drawn anything since I was eight years old. Yeah. And, um, and what happens is over time, over the two hours or three hours that they're in the workshop, they realize that they can do this. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. But somewhere along the line, when they were eight or nine years old, somebody told them they couldn't draw or sure. they weren't good, or they started comparing themselves to other people. Yes. And when you do that, um, you think it's a matter of talent. Oh, that person is very talented and I have no talent. Right. It's actually a matter of continuously working on it. Sure. Become naturally better at it. Right. Well, I think that happens early on in lots of areas where we kind of either place ourselves in a box or someone Mm -hmm. else places us in a box. That's right. Um, And for instance, like, this past week, um, my son pulled out this uh, kid's pottery uh, thing that my daughter got three years ago and never used. Mm-hmm. And my son isn't sort of the artist in, in the group. He's more into sports and video games. And so I was watching him do the pottery. And um, at the end, he said, um, I think I should just stick with video games. And I was like, no, like, I think it's amazing that you took the time, you took this pottery out and you, and you kept practicing to get it, 
you know, to look the way you wanted to, and you took a chance, you know, okay. you did something that you don't feel as confident in. Um, and so he kept, he kept working at it, even though kind of midway through, he was sort of like, I don't think I got this, you know? Um, so it was a cool, a cool thing. Right. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, people want to get things right away. They want to be able to draw beautifully right away. Right. But if you gave your son a soccer ball for the first time, he's not going to be great right away. Right. You know, it's going to come over time. And it's the same thing is true with art. But sure. earlier you mentioned something that was um, really important. You mentioned the word meditative. Mm. And, and that's a, an important piece of art or drawing or painting or knitting or gardening, mm -hmm. um, you know, or cooking or baking. Mm -hmm. What happens is you enter into this state of flow where you're not thinking about time. Mm -hmm. And flow is a concept in positive psychology. Mm -hmm. And it really just means that you are um, so focused on what you're doing. You're enjoying it so much that you're not thinking about the outside world and you don't even hear anything. You don't hear sounds anymore. You're mm -hmm. just actually so involved in that work. Mm -hmm. And that's a state of flow. And from those states of flow, you have more creativity evolving. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, you know, it's, I don't know if that applies to like, I coach um, basketball absolutely. So when I'm coaching basketball, I feel like, I always say, uh, I'm in a state of alignment when I'm coaching. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is after games, people will be like, did you hear that other coach yelling at his kids and right. blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like, I didn't hear anything. That's right. I literally don't hear anything because I am in the That's zone right. and I'm loving every second of what I'm doing in that, you know, in that yeah. moment. Yeah, Margie just got it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's exactly it. When you're in the zone, mm -hmm. that's a state of flow. Yeah. And um, it's at those moments that you're most creative. Mm. And you said in the beginning, you don't consider yourself a creative person, right. but you actually have to be creative mm -hmm. when you're designing plays. Yes. Right? Yes. When you're in a basketball game, you've got to use your creativity in order to make the plays that are going to win the game or, Absolutely. you know, make the moves uh, the better moves so that's where you use your creativity yes no it's a good point it's an yeah. absolute point. So, so i am creative who every, knows that's right every <laughs> everybody is creative and yeah. and we all can get into those states and um it's creativity involves the entire brain you sure. know so you're using the right side and the left side and and that's that that place of when you're in the zone is where you can find happiness and joy mm -hmm. and the more you are able to do that the more you will see that in your life your life will become more enriched that way mm -hmm. it's also very healing and it's very positive for your um, immune system as well that's good we can all use better immunity right now. We can all use it. But so many of us um, don't take the time to do those things that get us in the zone. Right. right. We are working, well, we were working before the pandemic in, 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 a, in a way that we didn't take time to recover. Yes. We didn't take time 
to really be in that zone. So the pandemic actually can be a point where we can be in the zone from time mm -hmm. to time. Mm -hmm. Some knitting needles and start knitting or yeah. whatever, whatever it is you, you wanted to do. Music is a great way of um, getting in the zone too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So my kids just got TikTok uh, on social media. So I threatened them that I'm going to do a, a video with them. And I think they're a little scared that I'm serious about it. But um, anyways. It could so, be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. 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 TikTok is very addictive. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll monitor it. Yeah. We'll monitor it. Absolutely. If I go on TikTok, you know, I'll look for at a few videos and it'll be a half hour later. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Flow. Maybe I'm in a state of flow then too. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing I was thinking about um, just around uh, that sort of creativity and flow and um, I kind of think about freedom or like feeling free. And so I was even thinking about like when I write, um, mm -hmm. I actually have to say to myself, just write it unedited. That's right write what comes to you and and put it on paper and don't worry about grammar don't worry mm -hmm. about how it sounds right off mm -hmm. and let it out and then go back after and do that and if i try to write in a different way it takes me forever mm -hmm. and my perfectionistic characteristics come out and then i don't produce what i want that's right. um, versus when I just say, put it out, get it out of you, and then go back. Um, yeah. Sort of allowing that process, a free process to occur, and then adapting from there. Yeah, that's actually how I do just about all of my writing. I, I start with stream of consciousness mm -hmm. or free writing, yeah. where I don't think about any of the editing or, you know, I don't if you start editing yourself, you're going to stop yourself. Right. But if you keep writing again, you end up in that state of flow. You end up in the zone and the best stuff comes out usually sure. yeah. after about a good, you know, 10 or 20 minutes, you'll True. start really getting the, you know, to the heart of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess my final question in all this, and we've kind of touched on it as we go along, but what, if you were a, a viewer or listener mm -hmm. um, of our discussion today uh, and wondering, like, you know, your mood is down or you're feeling anxious or you're feeling stressed, because a lot of us are feeling that way right yeah. now. We're trying to figure out how to manage it during this time. What are some suggestions you may have for people, sort of concrete suggestions of how they could use creativity um, right now while they're home and trying to get through this? And you've given some suggestions, but what else would you say at this point? Well, I think the important thing is to take action, right? Nothing's gonna change if you stay on the couch and, feeling, and feel sorry for yourself, mm -hmm. right? So you're mm -hmm. gonna have to take baby steps and take action. That's the only way you're gonna start feeling better. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of ways in which you can take action. Mm -hmm. You could start by doing some of, you know, I have examples of some of the meditative drawings. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, 
repetitive line drawings where you're not really thinking about the end product and you're just really kind of following, making these little designs, mm -hmm. doodles, whatever you want to call them, that can get you into a state of flow mm. and that can help relax you. I think meditation is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of apps that you can use that can help you learn how to meditate. Oftentimes people think meditation is just, you know, sitting, uh, you know, for <laughs> right. 20 minutes still. Right. And yes, that is a form of meditation, but there's so many ways in which we can do that. And mm -hmm. breathing is, is also very important. Mm -hmm. um, and writing, free mm -hmm. writing, you've got to take action if you want to feel better. Right. And, and also gratitude, extremely important. Mm -hmm. Just think about three things you're grateful for and not superficially, but three things that really have sparked you during the day. Sure. And, and those brief moments. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there, you know, even in the context of what we're going through, there is a lot to be uh, yeah. grateful for. And you just, you know, in my previous uh, episode, we talked about sometimes you have to look for it. Sometimes uh, it's not, you know, always right there for you. And you have to actually look around to find right. either good things, kind things, or, you know, what are things to be grateful for right now, um, especially in a time that, that we're in. But. Yes. If you, if you really think about gratitude, it helps you to look for the positive things in your day. Our brain mm -hmm loves negativity, loves yes. the news, right? <laughs> that's how they catch us, you know, because we, that, I mean, it's a protective thing. Yeah. We have to look for the negative things in order to protect ourselves. I know we need to end soon, but if you think about, um, you know, what, what um, if you think about red cars, for instance, and you're driving on the highway, you're gonna see nothing but red cars. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with gratitude. If you start thinking about, okay, what's happened to me that's positive today, you will start noticing these positive things more. Yes. Yeah. I really agree with that. <laughs> totally agree with that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm grateful for you. You're gonna be one of my, uh, my three uh, uh, things I write in my gratitude journal um, for today. And I appreciate you taking the time today to talk with me and to the listeners. Um, and I admire you for um, you know, all the different things you've done in your life and the paths you've taken um, you know, to do what's best for you. And it's not always easy uh, to make big changes in your life especially mm -hmm. in our field that's about taking care of yourself mm -hmm. so you're a role model for me and you're a role model for lots of other people out there so thank you margie i appreciate it and if people want to know more about me they can find me at drislabatesmd.com that's d-r-h-i-s-l-a-b-a-t-e-s-m-d.com Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners. I hope you have a great week and be well. Take care. Okay. Bye now.